Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us, as always, for the one hundredth time, <laughs> Phil Ranta, yeah! the sports outsider. It's actually uh, I'm joining you for the 99th time because I was gone one episode. Oh, that's true. But it's still episode 100. It yeah, is. We yeah. made it to 100 We're episodes. We're all wearing tuxedos. We're popping champagne. It is five o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. See that, that, was, that, that was a throwback. In. There's <laughs> yeah. an old man sitting next to me making love to his tonic and gin. Oh, the nostalgia! The nostalgia's heavy. Yeah. But yes, you folks are listening to the historic 100th Sports 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 podcast. I think the the all of us here in the room are yeah. are pretty excited about it and wildly surprised yeah. we made it to 100. Right. Absolutely, did I not feel like think... quit like seven times over email. Yeah. Yep. It's there true. was there was uh, there was uh, when we first started doing it. I believe I said to Phil, "Hey." Uh, we should not do the, the weird sports every single episode because we'll run out of weird sports. And Phil <laughs> said, when are we going to run out of weird sports? Oh, I said, Look there's at all these no weird way. Sports. I yeah, said, no, no way, way, Joel. Have you been on the internet? Yeah. yeah. And here we are, two years later. Yeah. Yep. And this, yeah. Is, this will be the final. The final weird sports. America's final favorite segment is sports. dying. Going away. Coming to an end. Forever. But you, you loved it too and much and you killed episodes. it. You can, absolutely. Yeah, you're like Lenny from Vice's Men. We gave you a rabbit and you pet it too hard. Why don't hard. we really quick... Each say what our favorite thing from uh, the first hundred episodes of the Sports 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 podcast was. Oh. And admittedly, we don't know what is going to come on the remainder of this episode. Maybe that will wind up being it. So it, it's really the first ninety nine. But Phil's voice intro to Weird Sports oh, is my favorite. Oh, thing. oh, and that was in every single one. Absolutely. Yep. Wow, that's totally fair, Joel. Uh, let's see. I think when we had the Queen of England on, that was interesting. That is to the to date our biggest get. Absolutely, yeah, that was so, a big get. Well, maybe Satan was a bigger get, but yeah. well, it depends what you mean by big <laughs> and get. Yes, yeah. uh, I think that the uh, Howard Cosell's interviews in hell. Yeah, we were quite lucky to pick those up. Yeah, on the broadband. I think so. those were my favorite in terms of uh, what listing back. I was like, all right, yeah. But yeah. guys, this isn't just the 100th podcast. Oh my god, it's, it's not. also our Christmas holiday podcast. It's true, it's ding, two ding, things. Ding, 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 and I know and I know normally we don't do this because you start the podcast with non-sports news, but I have something right. breaking here and it, and it's bad news. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is coming in from the North Pole. Uh-oh. Yeah, there's been an outbreak of Legionnaire's disease in the Elves dormitory. What? Oh no. Well, now, who's going to save Christmas well, day? Well, don't worry. See, now all the toys have been completed already, mostly okay. by Chinese children. Few. Yeah. But Santa, whose immune system is compromised by type 2 diabetes, he he's down with this Legionnaire's disease. Oh, oh no. Crap. So there's no presents at Christmas we're, this we're year. We're just days before Christmas and who's going to get uh what about all these good little this boys is terrible. and good little girls? How will they ever get presents? They're, I guess I they won't. Know. I guess Christmas this is canceled. Is Christmas Go home, is everybody. Ruined. Tim Tebow saves Christmas update. Tim Tebow saves Christmas update. Alert. Brought to you by Peppermint Mentos. Feel the peppermint. It's the holiday season. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. 
Mentos are always claws here peppermint, comes correct? Claws, uh, right? They also have the fruit Mentos. Uh, wild berry and whatnot. Claws, here comes Tebow Claws. All right. Mm. Tim Tebow to get the start for Santa this Christmas. Hey! This story means. was first reported by the Associated Press correspondent at the North Pole who spends most of the year in darkness drinking, like all journalists. <laughs> sure. Uh, despite offers from the Omaha Beef, the L.A. Kiss, and the Milano Seaman, Tim Tebow was finally convinced to get back to work by Mrs. Claus, the oft-neglected wife of Santa. Mm. Nice. Mrs. Claus reportedly had an exhausting debate with him about the real meaning of the holiday season. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Jesus. Tim argued it's a celebration of the birth of Christ right. and gifts cheap in that. Mrs. Claus explained that she knows Jesus and Jesus wants kids to get presents. Right, they hang out. <laughs> Adding good presents, not illustrated Old Testament stories, Tim. <laughs> Once they reached an agreement in principle, Tebow was hurried up to the North Pole to start practicing. No, I'm sorry, that says prancing with <laughs> the ones who in this case are reindeer who can fly. Yeah. Uh, insiders who spoke on the condition of anonymity uh, said it's going uh, well, as Tebow's work ethic is a real inspiration to the reindeer, who in general only really work one day a year. Uh, however, it's the same old story for Tebow's accuracy. Yeah. Oh, no. <clears throat> this is, again, the insider said, in a recent Christmas Eve simulation, Tebow underthrew chimneys, yep. giving iPads to kids deserving of coal, and sending coal to staunch supporters of fossil fuels, which really doesn't make it the punishment it should be. Yeah, right, it's absolutely. a good thing then. They yeah, no, that's not. They, they can they, heat their homes. Yeah, it's terrible. Santa Claus has been extremely supportive, though, of Tebow, saying he's our guy. I've just tried to emphasize he'll be out there in the sleigh in the waning moments of the fourth quarter of the year. Uh, waning oh. moments of the fourth quarter, Tim, of the year. That's when Tim Tim's generally at his best. when he's at his best. And now, of course, that when reached for comment, New York Jets head coach and guy with the dog's name Rex Ryan said, <laughs> "I'm just glad it's not Mark Sanchez writing on Christmas Eve." <laughs> I bet that would be worse. By the way, Joel laughed. <laughs> Tim Tebow saves Christmas update. Tim Tebow saves Christmas update alert. Brought to you by. Ho, 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 peppermint mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. I've got Legionnaire's disease. And type 2 diabetes. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. that's why his, his immune system was compromised. Yeah, he's got the, the tip-top, tip-top, type 2, tip, type 2 diabetes. That's too bad. Keep hey, dancing away, Phil. jam-packed episode for our 100th episode <laughs> we spectacular we, slash the Sports 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 Podcast Saves Christmas. Yeah, we, uh, we're bringing back some of our favorites. Absolutely. I think these are my two favorite guests. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Chris Humphreys yeah. is going to be on. He's, He's got a holiday a, message. A holiday tale with us. Oh, oh wonderful, yeah. wonderful. And we also have Mike Trout, right? Angels outfielder, superstar. Yeah. Yep. He is, here here yeah. to talk to us about uh, some of the Christmas gifts uh, that he's given out this year. That guy, that guy is just, just, just he a gives huge and gives heart. and gives. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I want to meet him someday. Yep. We have the final weird sport. The 100th and final yes. weird sport. You're goddamn right we do. Oh, that's it's kind of sad. It's bittersweet. Isn't it, though? it is bittersweet. But, yeah. you know, that's the thing about the holidays. They're really sad for some people. But episode 101, we're going to be premiering a new uh, segment new to take its place. Segment. Oh, I cannot wait for next week. So it's listen to this episode, new then. Listen to the next one. segment. Shut up, Joel. <laughs> Let's do the news, news, news. Let's do yeah. it. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Boston Bruins forward Sean Thompson receives 15-game ban for attacking Pittsburgh Penguin Brooks Orpik. Whoa. Whoa. Thanks, Obama. 
No, no, no. This, this has nothing to do. <laughs> oh, um, okay. This is the NHL's disciplinary like... system. Oh, okay. No, no, really nothing to do with the President of the United States. Okay, I thought he was the Commander-in-Chief. Apparently he doesn't control as much as he thinks he does. Subheadline was going to be a smarmy joke about hockey going soft, but he seriously fucked up that guy. He Ooh. did. Sucker punched him. Yeah. Really? Though in fairness, or- Orpik really fucked up his guy earlier, and, and then right. he wouldn't fight. I feel like you, you lay a hit like that, you're kind of obligated to drop the gloves at least once. And nice. Yeah, so earlier in the game, Penguins defenseman Brooks Orpik delivered a hit to Boston Bruin Louis Erickson. Yep. Uh, which French resulted, name, you know it's not going to go well for Louis. Yeah, you know, it results in a concussion and Erickson leaving the game. So later, yeah. Sean Thompson goes to Orpik to try to get him to drop his gloves. And there tries to get him to fight like, him. There was a bit of a scrum. Like a man. Ooh, a yeah. But no, first he tries to. Oh, no, yeah, first he tried to do that. Yeah. He, and, and Orpik refused him the satisfaction. Yeah. Wow. So uh, Thompson takes matters into his own hands. During a stoppage in play, Thompson grabbed Orpik from behind, but not in the acceptable rough sexual way. Right. <laughs> Instead, slew footing him to the ice. Once he was down, Thompson proceeded to pummel his head. Again, not in the acceptable rough sexual way. <laughs> right. The tape showed him getting in two clean shots on his uh, head, punches right to his head, yeah. and possibly hey, more in the, the scrum. With the glove on, by the way. So. Oh, then it's not bad. Those oh, gloves no. are all padded. No, yeah, they're not. They're really bad. hard yeah. gloves. Are uh, they? Yeah, because they're more for, like, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Orpik suffered a concussion, was taken off the ice in a stretcher, and Ooh. transported to the hospital. Now, he was released shortly after the game and returned to the team in Pittsburgh, but he says he doesn't remember anything from the game. Oh. Likely story. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember another giving another player a concussion because you got a concussion? <laughs> That's convenient. Yeah, what is this, memento? Shut your mouth. And this is the same. A lot of people say ever since the instigator rule, this is what happens, is that guys do shit that they should probably fight for, and then they refuse to drop the gloves, and then the guy on the other team whose responsibility it is to defend their people Feels like they have to go out of their way to go do something else. That was a very long explanation. You know? it, it is, but it happens over and over again. Well, that's why I think they should institutionalize fighting in hockey. If they decide that they'll like throw a flag and that shows they have to fight. <laughs> that actually, that'd be okay. The I gauntlet agree. has been thrown. Give yeah. the refs a gauntlet to right, throw. Exactly. <laughs> they need a gauntlet to throw on the ice and a like oh, chink. Yeah. Oh, the shoot. Ring. A gauntlet's been yeah. thrown here. Eh? Yeah. Oh, now I but guess we're going to have to punch each other up in the face. It's an unwritten rule. And here's the thing. If Orpik had just taken his lumps and been like, well, I did hit that guy in the head and I did concuss him. So I'm going to drop the gloves and take my lumps and fight this guy. Uh, his lovely lady. This, this does this out. does not happen so much, and this is not to excuse what the guy, what Thompson right. did to, to Orpik, but I mean, realistically, Orpik Orpik should have fought him. On mm. an unrelated side note, this game was particularly violent, and in the first period, Sidney Crosby's contribution was tripping a Bruins player like a little bitch. Yep. Ooh. Well, he does pretty much everything like a little bitch. New he York drove he- in that morning like a little bitch, <laughs> then he taped his stick up like a little bitch, and he laced his skates up like a little bitch. New York Yankees claim baseball is a business, semicolon, take everything very personally. (laughs) Hey, it is a business, though. It's called baseball business, not baseball friends. It's true. (laughs) I've never heard the term baseball friends. An old chestnut, but true. It's true. Uh, Former Yankees second baseman Robinson Cano recently signed a deal with the Seattle Mariners for 10 years and $240 million. What? Effectively ending the Dustin Ackley era just as it was beginning. I'm kidding. Apparently, they're moving him to center field. Don't what? worry, Phil. Yo. I, don't, I have no frame of reference. Since the fans in Seattle were like, oh, crap, we can't go without Dustin Ackley. Ugh. So, okay, so before finalizing the deal, Cano uh, tweeted a thank you to New York. But during the press conference, he was asked if he thought he'd ever leave New York. And Cano's response was, honestly, no. Uh, and he later said he never felt the Yankees wanted him back. 
quote, I didn't feel respect. I didn't get respect from them. I didn't see any effort, uh, Cano said. They offered him, what, like seven years and $140 million or $170 million? $175 yeah, million. Love? Uh, basically, uh, so Seattle's willingness to push the contract to 10 years is why he signed yeah. there. Of course. He's 31, by the way, Phil. They just signed him to $24 million a season. I'm 31. Yes. When you're 41, I mean, he's going to be 41 at the end of the contract. It's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, of course, when Cano's comments reached the Yankees' brass, they took turns fucking a mohill until it was a Yankee jizz mountain. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Asked if he was disappointed that Cano uh, reacted the way he did at a news conference in Seattle, Randy Levine, that's uh, the uh, president, I believe, douchebag in chief, uh, said, no, I feel bad for him because I think he's disappointed he's not a Yankee. Oh, uh, but I respect him and he's free to say whatever he wants to say. We still re- respect him and he'll always be fondly remembered as a Yankee. The ever-flippant Randy Levine uh, backed up his pouting with research, but ultimately continued to pout. <laughs> now, if it was Mike Trout, I'd offer him a 10-year contract. There but we go. for people over 30, I don't believe it makes sense. Yeah, hard to believe the Yankees are bitter when they're going out of their way to say, yeah, he's good, but he's definitely not the best young player with the brightest future in baseball or anything. Hey, well, yeah. they're right. Sometimes, <laughs> the, sometimes the business of baseball can create some hard emotions. Yeah. I guess... But we all loved Robbie, and he's a great player, Brian Cashman, Yankees GM, said. At the same time, business is business. Everybody has to make tough decisions, and sometimes those decisions can feel personal, but there's nothing personal about it. Cashman went on to say, bouquets, bouquets, bouquets. I'll throw him bouquets all he wants, but I couldn't throw him $235 million. That's awful fucking glib for someone who's not taking this personally. Right. Uh, but Hal Steinbrenner couldn't possibly have taken it personally. Hal Steinbrenner, the owner. Yeah. I mean, he even says so. I don't take it that personal. Lee. He said. So, yeah. Personally. He had just finished communicating with his father via the new demons-only version of a Ouija board. (laughs) There was nothing disrespectful about the last offer on the table, which was $25 million for seven years annually. I'm not quite sure why he feels that way, but it is what it is. So totally not taking it personally, just incredulous and indignant that Cano didn't take a less lucrative offer to work for him. Yeah. Right. I, but it's baseball business. It's baseball business. It should be noted, Phil. Yeah. Not baseball friends. Right. Shortly after saying this, Hal Steinbrenner's dick was bit off by the mole who had been occupying the molehill that because Steinbrenner was, was fucking. fucking it. That's right. Aha, that's the mystery solved. <laughs> Player finds from NFL Week 14. Subheadline. Can you spot the punchline? Oh, is it like where's Waldo? Yeah. Denver Broncos linebacker Von Miller. Received, That's the punchline. Nope. Nope. Okay. Received the biggest fine this week, 25000 for a helmet-to-helmet hit on Titans quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep. yep. Can't be doing that. Can't You'll be get, doing that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cowboys defensive back Orlando Skandrick was fined $21,000 for a helmet-to-helmet hit. Is it the name Skandrick? Nope. Okay. Dallas a defensive end George Selvey was docked 15750 for roughing the passer against the Bears. Okay. Pretty normal find. Right. Were they real bears? Is that the punchline? Nope. 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 (laughs) Uh, Brandon Marshall was fined $15,000 for wearing orange cleats. Pittsburgh Steelers Center. Is that the punchline? (laughs) Yes. That's the punchline. Yeah. Yeah. For wearing orange cleats? That orange is one of the bears' colors. What is the mathematical uh, formula for fines? Really? It's like what a is the mathematical formula? We got people making helmet to helmet hits. Yeah, they're hurting each other. I got another fifteen thousand just... uh, uh, dollar fine here for a dick punch. 
For a dick I, punch. For a dick punch. And I refuse to believe a dick punch is the same as wearing orange cleats. No, that's like that's, a, like $1,000 a cleat. What, is Tim Gunn the one that's handing out these <laughs> things? And Brandon Marshall didn't make it work. It didn't make it work. Now, Brandon Marshall. Now, here's the thing about Brandon Marshall. Dude's got priors. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Green yeah. He's usually yeah. so soft-spoken. I imagine he just took this in stride and continued his professional ways. He and fellow receiver Earl Bennett were also fined for wearing orange cleats back in 2012. <sighs> so you'd think they'd know. And earlier this year, the league fined Marshall $10,500 in October after the Pro Bowler wore lime green shoes during a home game against the Giants to promote Mental Health Awareness Week. They fined him for promoting health? So to what recap, a dick. He'd have to be crazy to wear cleats like that given the fine. <laughs> Uh, the NFL. <laughs> See what I did there? Guys? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so the NFL will fine you twenty five thousand dollars for the helmet to helmet hit. Yeah, potentially concussing someone. Even that, that serves to often cause fatal mental illness later <laughs> right. in life. Exactly. Yeah. And it will fine you about half that amount if you try to promote mental health awareness. <laughs> Talk about having it both ways. That's the punchline. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. And the NFL's de- defense, he wore audacious lime green cleats to promote mental oh, health. Audacious? Why? Oh, I never. Right? Doesn't make it work. That's a little on the nose and insensitive. Why not just add googly eyes and a squiggly line mouth to the cleat? Right. <laughs> to promote mental health awareness. <laughs> While we're at it. Really, the tasteful, if cliche, route to go would have been, I don't know, something from Picasso's Blue Period? Ooh, Ooh that would have been nice. Just not the old guitarist. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what? Actually, old guitarist is the best. Yeah, because yeah. woman with uh, woman with head of helmet hair doesn't, that's not a good one. I must have missed that one. <laughs> yeah. Pablo Picasso, hashtag artist food puns. <laughs> Hey, so joining us for our 100th podcast, one of our all-time favorite guests. He I think, is my all-time favorite guest, first, not one of. Yeah, what, the first uh, recurring guest that we had ever. The first guy ever to come back Kind for a enough podcast. to keep coming yeah. back to the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, one of our favorites. Uh, we have him here today, our, our uh, celebrity correspondent. The one and only Chris Humphrey. To be honest, that was a very long introduction. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I feel like that, I just Chris. aged about 13 years listening to that introduction. Well, well hey, hey, Chris, take it easy, buddy. No, I'm in a good mood. It's the holidays. That's right. Yeah. And you have a holiday story for us? I do. You know why? Why? Because I got the poop on Christmas. Oh, I really don't I like really the name of that segment. I really I'm going to go ahead and call called, this. I got the reindeer branding, poop. Chris. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got I'll the take reindeer it. poop. That's good branding. Well, I thought that I would bring you guys something very special since you're two of my best friends in the entire world. Oh, thanks, Jordan Chris. Jordan Palmerville, Joel Anderson, that third guy who's got all good hair and stuff. <laughs> he does have great hair, that Phil. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that I would give you all a little Christmas classic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would yeah. love a Christmas classic. I was thinking of, uh, of uh, reading you guys. Twas Chris Humphreys' night before Christmas. Uh, this doesn't oh. sound like it sounds like a variation on a Christmas classic. It is, but that's because uh, I was told at a very young age that if you make a present, it comes from the heart and people appreciate it more. Oh. I certainly do, Chris. So that's is this your Christmas gift to the podcast? This is my Christmas gift to everybody. Oh. For everybody who's got the poop oh. on anything that they want. For all these people who want lots of getting the poops. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, I heard you had the poops last week, and that's why you could do the podcast. Because he got the poop on food poisoning. Yes, that would be accurate. To be honest, that's something you should not put on Facebook. <laughs> that's gross. I had to hide you from my feed because I was getting nauseous. But that's beside the point. Now I bring you the Christmas classic. Twas Chris Humphrey's night before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas. Spelled with a K, just like Chris Humphreys, 
or that ath faith Kanye. <laughs> like Kanye West. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no. <laughs> We're with you. My stocking was hung by the chimney so bright. Stuffed like that model that I stuffed last night. Oh. High fives. Oh. High fives oh. all around. Wow. There we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Buddy. I'm still a basketball superstar. That's true. You're still a basketball player. I That's may be childlike in my demeanor, but I still need to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> the Celtics were sleeping on beds made of money. You're killing me, Larry. That commercial is funny. <laughs> To be honest, I was wearing my jersey. Wearing nothing at all was that model. So curvy. <laughs> she was sexy. I'm into that. Is it like a plus size model? No, it's curvy like all the ladies that I like. Models I like my curvy, ladies though. with the butt and boobs. <laughs> I got the poop on model taste. <laughs> when out in the lawn, there arose such a clatter. I sprang with a three-foot vertical leap to see what's the matter. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Still a basketball player. I know. <laughs> Away to the window, I flew like a flash. Or other superheroes whose movies make cash. <laughs> I make cash, too. Yeah. The moon was all crazy and glowing and stuff. I was scared, but I tried to stay tough. <laughs> when what do my wandering eyes should appear... But a weird flying sled pulled by some deer. <laughs> Crazy. With a little flat, fat driver yelling and trashing him. Those big stinky beasts heaving like a Kardashian. Oh, Chris. Yeah. Chris. I don't care for the Kardashians no, very much. I know, no, we know. Because we know, yeah. Kim broke my heart. Yeah, we know. Just making sure you remember. I assume everybody knows because it's my life, but I shouldn't think that way. You have your own stuff going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Driving like LeBron towards my house, they came. Screaming like Bobby Knight. Everyone had a name. <laughs> now Dasher, now Dancer, now Branther and Vixen. On all the others, or I'll turn you into Fixin. Oh, oh, wow. That's yeah, an awful this, thing for Santa. That's an aggressive clause. <laughs> yeah. I have the righty thing. It's your job to pull it. Go fast like the blending power of the magic bullet. <laughs> Have you guys seen that commercial? <laughs> I have. That bald guy in that info commercial doesn't believe the magic bullet's going to be as effective as it is. <laughs> With hilarious results. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, all deed up and posting with their little hooves. As I drew my head and was turning around, a fat hairy thing made a chimney sliding sound. Because it was sliding down the chimney. Right, right. It was dressed in all fur from head to the foot. And the clothes look all sticky. I hope that was soot. Yeah, it was. It, it was. was. It was soot. And I barely held back. I thought I'd be bashing him when I realized it was Kim Kardashian. Whoa! Yeah, it's a twist. I'm like M. Night Shyamalan. You broke my heart, you crazy bitch. I was hoping for Santa, I said with a twitch. <laughs> she said. <laughs> Cause she's so dumb with a dumb empty head. <laughs> and then through her the door came her baby and Kanye. But lucky, luckily, Morpheus taught me karate. Oh. Yes. Around Not Kung Fu? Wasn't it Kung Fu? It was karate. Because okay. it rhymes with Kanye. Yeah, it was a, uh... yeah. A roundhouse kick to the baby sent Northwest flying. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, baby, get there. 
but I knew she was lying. <laughs> then Kanye came at me with one million ninjas. And just at that time, I came off the hinges. Because <laughs> it rhymes with ninjas. Yeah, yeah, we figured that I out. ripped off their heads and shot them into fire. Show me the money, yelled Jerry Maguire. <laughs> he was also there watching. Oh, I left off that bit cool. of exposition. Because yeah. he's like, he thinks I'm good at basketball. But Kanye had a bazooka and told me to freeze. And outside it was cold, so I laughed with a weave. <laughs> Stop laughing, he yelled with his dumb, mean old face. <laughs> Said Kim, who was still at my place. I didn't invite her there. <laughs> then what do my wandering eyes did appear? Santa Claus came in. Who stole my reindeer? He said. I said, it was those two jerks with a scowl and a hiss. Well, in that case, they're on Santa's naughty list. No, said Kanye. And beep, 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 said Kim, <laughs> knowing they wouldn't get presents again. <laughs> so Santa and me got on his sleigh to party with hot lady elves on Christmas Day. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away we all flew like the down of a thistle. I think that's a thing. <laughs> and we flew from Kim and Kanye with a swoop. Merry Christmas to all, and now you've all got the poop. Oh, thank oh, you oh, very much, Christmas. Chris Humphreys. That's that my so holiday good. present to everybody. A and heartwarming hey, tale about sin and redemption. Yeah, and, and Chris, we just want you to know uh, we got you a joint Christmas and... I'm not allowed to smoke that or they'll kick me out of the league. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, got a, we got a present from, from everybody here in oh, the podcast. Oh, you mean like a cumulative present? Yes, it's a it's a joint present both for, for uh, Christmas I prefer you to say cumulative present. Cumulative present for Christmas and for the, the 100th podcast, podcast. So here we go. Uh, uh, I went out and got it. Uh, Jordan and Phil chipped in some money. Here it is. It's a copy of the Kim Kardashian sex tape. As I said that, I'm realizing that's a... a no, to be honest, you were in charge of the gift. To be honest, that is both an inappropriate Christmas gift, <laughs> but still, it's the, it's the season for giving, not receiving, so I'm going to take it and say okay. thank you. Uh, you don't have to take it. I feel really terrible. No, I, I'm going to... I'll I take it. I mean, once again, we've really sort of thrown your... Hey, I need to get my rocks off, face. too. All right, Chris. I'm still a man. Merry Christmas, Chris. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Christmas, spelled with a K. Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Joining us now on the 100th episode and for a special Christmas gift-giving segment, uh, one of our other favorite guests, uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim outfielder Mike Trout. Wow, that's really nice of you, Jordan. Yeah. Wow. What was that noise? Did something just ding? <laughs> I, I love bell chime sounds. <laughs> yeah. It's the holidays. Yeah, it, gives you, it makes you feel like you're in the Christmas spirit when you hear yeah. a bell chime. You know it. I've been in the Christmas spirit for the past seven months. Really? Why is that? That's awful early. Because I got a present for literally every athlete in the world. Wait, what? Yeah. Every athlete you got oh, a present Oh, we know. For uh, athletes, I know their pain. It's right. tough. You're yeah. a professional athlete. You know what their pain is? Life. Happiness 24-7. <laughs> Just want to bring a little more Christmas cheer to them. I don't know if that everybody's pain. Not yeah. everybody can be as positive as you are, Mike. Well, that can't be true. Everyone can be as positive as me. What's your favorite ho holiday of the year? Christmas. <laughs> oh, okay. But they're all pretty great. <laughs> they are all pretty great. You ever celebrated Arbor Day? Wow. Yeah, I planted Trees. a tree once. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. This year I got every athlete a present. Every oh, athlete. Every single athlete. How'd well, you get every athlete a present? Uh, making a list, checking it twice, but everyone was nice. <laughs> no one was naughty this year. Well, That's okay. great, Mike. That's great. So what, what, what are some of these you got? What did you get, like, uh, what did you get, uh, LeBron James? Oh, LeBron James, the basketball player. Yeah. LeBron James, uh, I got him tickets to an all-expenses-paid uh, vacation to Cleveland. Oh, oh. I heard he's from there, so I assume that everybody, his old friends, will be really thrilled to see him. That might not actually be true, Mike. Also, There's... it's so cheap to buy tickets to Cleveland. <laughs> right, especially in the winter. Airfare yeah. is really cheap. I got him in a five-star hotel. It cost me 55 cents. <laughs> That's insane, Mike yeah. Trout. I should live there, but I'm pretty happy where I am. Uh, yeah, we, you get to visit Disneyland. Visit? I practically live there. Okay, uh, well, what, what did you get A-Rod? Yeah, A-Rod. Baseball players. Yeah. A-Rod, uh, I got him a rod. What? I got him an actual rod. So it's A-Rod. I was going to love that joke, because he's A-Rod, and I got him a rod. That's he's going to be laughing till. March. <laughs> Probably. He might yeah. have more time after that since he's not going to start the season playing baseball. Yeah. It's the thought that counts, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That took me a lot of thought. A rod. That took you a lot of thought. I had to get him a rod. <laughs> uh, how about uh, how about uh, Tiger Woods? What'd you get Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods? Oh, Tiger Woods. Uh, I, got, I got him a box of tissues. Oh, why'd you get yeah. him a box of tissues? I heard that Lindsey Vaughn could be a real heartbreaker. Did, did you? I'm just getting them. I'm getting them tissues to prepare. <laughs> I think you may. I think you might have heard that wrong. I think you yeah. may have got that one Maybe mixed. Yeah, that Lindsey Vaughn. I don't know if I can trust her. <laughs> well, what did you get her? What I get, Lindsey Vaughn? Yeah. yeah, I got her uh, a new ski. Sing, what a singular ski. Yeah, I heard that she fell one time and she uh, one of her skis popped off. I assume that ski must have broke. <laughs> So that it could be, she'll have a set again. It's pretty thoughtful. Yeah, it's very thoughtful. What did you yeah. get for? Uh, what did you get for Tim Tebow? Tim Tebow, the football player. Yeah, yeah, the ex-football player. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I, uh, I have also extended to people who were previously professional athletes. <laughs> yeah. So Tim Tebow was on my list. I checked it twice. <laughs> I got him the other half of friendship bracelet. Who's oh, got the first half? I do. <laughs> okay. We're friends. <laughs> and now you can we hang out. You can prove it with the bracelet. Yeah. One says BF, the other says F. <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh what about Bud Selig? Bud Selig. Former Major League Baseball Commissioner Bud oh, Selig. Yeah. Probably you, a friend well, of you yours. know I got him something. You gotta suck up to the boss. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Outgoing though. Yeah, still, he's very outgoing. Can't get that guy to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. I got him this uh, a golf cart because yeah. he's retiring. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good gift. It says on it, you'll always be my bud. Oh, on oh the that's front. kind of cute, actually. Also, it's shaped like a trout. <laughs> what? That is Not like me or my dad, but the fish. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. My last name is Trout. Right. Oh, like we, a we, fish. We remember. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what other gifts did you give out this holiday season? Any other baseball players you gave gifts to? Well, I did give a present to Bill Bialicek. <laughs> Belichick, yeah. What'd you Bill get him? Bill Bialicek? Yeah. I think you're pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> I don't judge. I got him a smile. And because I wanted to give him two presents, I got him a hug. <laughs> a <laughs> hug and a smile. A hug if there's and a anybody smile. who could use those, it's probably Bill Belichick. That is the ultimate present. You know that? You yeah. know what? Hugs are free. Yeah? Unless you have to buy plane tickets to give one. I do that all the time. 
Buy what? a plane ticket to give a hug. There's a, some people are far away. Some people are close. <laughs> Observations from, from Mike Trout. I got hey. Nick, Nick Saban a present. What'd you get him? I got Nick Saban a t-shirt that says, kick Bama kick. Ooh. That's kind of. That's actually, he might not be too cool about yeah. that. Why? Well, because that's, that's referring to a pretty tragic loss that his team suffered just yeah. recently. Oh. They're, well, you made it I sound read like the a kicker died. Someone should get him that t-shirt. Oh. Oh, that guy was probably being sarcastic. What? Like, Sarcasm? <laughs> what's that? Hey, what, what do you get for uh, teammate Albert Pujols? Albert Pujols? Yeah. Your Angels teammate, Albert Pujols. You know yeah. what? I got him a baseball bat, and on the front, it says, don't shove it up your Pujols. Because <laughs> I like him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Sure. How about uh, how about Josh Hamilton? Josh Hamilton, another another player. another Angels teammate, your you left fielder. I got him uh, a gift certificate to go to a small town for a ham dinner, oh. <laughs> so he can get the ham in town, <laughs> kind of like his last name. Wow, you're really working the pun angle it's with a, a lot stretch, of these gifts, yeah, Mike. And when you are friends with as many athletes as me. After a while, you, you kind of run out of gifts to give them. How about Kobe so, Bryant? Kobe fellow Bryant. Fellow L.A. sports superstar basketball player Kobe Bryant. I Kobe Bryant I had to spend a little bit extra on. That guy's a heavy roller. He is. Yeah. yeah. High roller, I think they usually heavy say. Heavy roller. He heavy rolls roller. heavy. I got him a, an engagement ring. I hear he goes through uh, he goes through rings quickly. <laughs> he has to hand him out a lot. Well, that's, that's awful nice I got of him you. a yeah. ring. This thing dropped me seven million dollars. His wife's got taste. <laughs> oh, wow! Geez. Yeah. Now, Mike. Now, you you got kind of a funny name, and I just wonder. It sounds, sounds like a fish. It does. It does. Did anyone give you any? Did you receive any great holiday presents? I have to admit, not every athlete in the world gave me a present. That's okay. It's the season for giving. Right. Okay. Well, we here at the Sports 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 Podcast, uh, in honor of Christmas and our hundredth, we've gotten gifts for everybody, and we got you this. It's the Kim Kardashian sex tape. Wow! The Kim Kardashian sex tape? Yeah, yeah. that's the one. With Ray J. Wow. I'm making her happier by giving her revenue. Okay. Wow! This is great. Positive spin on everything. From I didn't one even Mike get Trout. her a present, but this is kind of like a present to her that you're giving on my behalf. Absolutely, <laughs> Thank Mike. Thank you. No problem. I got you guys a present, too. What's oh, that, Mike? What? Uh, yeah. Here we go. It's inside this giant box right here. Holy crap. Yep. Inside oh, the wow. box. Here we go. Open up. It's right. A-Rod. Oh, oh A-Rod back. Great. Oh, you have A-Rod I heard he used back. to live here. Yeah, he yeah, did. Now he got him back. Now he's while. here. Um, there isn't any sort of contractual obligation that comes with his presence here, is there? Just have to take care of him and his rod. <laughs> I think we can handle that, Mike. All we'll right. Have fun. It. All right. Thank uh, you very thank much. Thank For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for the final Weird Sports. All good things must come to an end. And we're this all, one is coming to an end. We're all holding hands right now. Yep. Uh, a couple of tears are being shed. This is a, 
Moment, momentous occasion. Final, yeah, We've been doing this every recording. week for two years of our lives, and now it's coming to an end. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'll do. I mean, I'll probably just find myself idly on a, on a Wednesday, just staring up the sky and thinking about weird Yeah, things. like yeah. what sports out there are weird that we didn't cover? Yeah, yeah. it's very few. Yeah, none. Or, you, you'll Barely. see like a wheel of cheese fly through the sky, and everyone's going to go, that's weird. You go, uh, not that weird. Clearly, yeah, the you don't cheese roll and wake. Yeah, yeah. that's... Uh, well, it is one of those things in day-to-day -day life now when someone's like, hey, did you see that Yahoo article about that zany sport? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know all about it. Do you want to know the history of it? I've got yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I feel like guys... we're burning valuable weird sports. Oh, sorry. Time, sorry. Yeah. This is a weird sport that's been 100 ones. Uh, that, this is one of the first ones I pulled, and we're now busting it out for episode 100. It's been in my spreadsheet for a long time. This week's weird sport, American football. <laughs> How is it weird? No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> I disagree. All right. If you're not American, this sport is so weird. We are it's American. It's hard for me not yeah. to have that perspective. It's so, okay. Well, maybe I'll convince you guys in the next eight minutes that this is a weird sport. All right. American football, known as football in the United States and gridiron in some other countries. There's other countries that call it gridiron. Who calls it? It's like it's its official iron. name. Yeah. I guess so. That's what it says in Wikipedia. Uh, is a sport played by two teams of eleven players. Odd number. <laughs> There's nine in baseball. Yeah. Five yeah. in basketball. That's also an odd number. No, I mean an odd. It's weird. A weird number. Yeah, why not? I guess why not ten. Yeah. <laughs> why not yeah. 12, 12 yeah. Even. It's on a rectangular field, one hundred twenty years long. And 53.33 yards wide? What? <laughs> that is an, that, How did they settle on that distance? That is right. an unusual measurement. That yep. is unusual measurement. <laughs> uh, oh, we just spoilered what the next one is going to be. <laughs> oh, no. Unusual measurements. Uh, the offense attempts to advance an oval ball. They say it's oval, but it's like more like a football shaped, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, down the field by running or passing it. They must advance at least 10 yards in four downs to receive a new set of four downs and then continue the drive. If not, they turn over the football to the opposing team. You know, when he's explaining it like this, I'm actually beginning to see his point. It's like cricket. Who can follow You had never rules? seen anyone play like... I think this would be the most confusing weird sport ever if we hadn't already like watched the sport and were aware of its rules. We'd be sitting here going, that doesn't make any sense. What I still think cricket would be more challenging to wrap your, uh, actually, your mind around. Cricket there was, was a, a lot of people who listened to that podcast from overseas commented on the podcast saying that we were dumb and got it completely wrong. I don't we doubt that. We probably feel the same way about people who are like, American football, that's crazy. Why four downs? We'd be uh, because there are. <laughs> yep. Uh, if not, they turn over to the opposing team. Most points are scored by advancing the ball into the opposing team's end zone for a touchdown or kicking the ball through opponent's goal posts for a field goal. What? There's also posts at the end? Yeah. There's more than one way to win. <laughs> Elevated posts. It's like a soccer goal, but off the ground. Yeah. But you can also run into this other thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. Two ways to score. <laughs> it's crazy. The team with the most points, the end of the game wins. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Holy crap. I've been watching football. Wait, the team with the most points. Of the Not like golf. 
Yeah, wow, I thought like it was. Golf. I thought it was just the most rushing yards. Nope. You know, this is a, a very complicated uh, a game, and this we don't have a ton of time, so I'm just going to really focus in on the early history to show you how weird this sport is. All, All right. right, American football evolved from the sport rugby football, British. Yeah, the first American football game was played on November sixth, eighteen sixty nine, between Rutgers and Princeton. Kind of like Quidditch now. Yeah, Quidditch is just starting now. And now they're, soon they're going to be like no, American football. it's not like Quidditch. The game was played between two teams of 25 players each, used a round ball, and resembled a combination of rugby and soccer in its rules. The ball could not be picked up or carried. It could uh, only be kicked or batted with the feet, hands, head, or sides, with the ultimate goal of advancing to the opponent's goal. Rutgers won the game 6-4. to four. <laughs> Yeah, six weird, to four. right? Six that is an four. odd scoring. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's skip ahead to the evolution of the game. The introduction of the snap resulted in an unexpected strategy change. Uh, previously, the strategy had been to punt if a scrum resulted in a bad field position. A group of Princeton players realized uh, as the snap was uncontested, they could now hold the ball indefinitely to prevent the opponent from scoring. So snapping came from being cheap, finding loopholes like so, Joel does in the deck. Oh, pool. no. Yeah. It's a flaw in the rules, okay? It's not yeah. my fault. But. I, I blame it on you. Uh, in 1881, uh, both contestants of a Yale-Princeton game used the strategy to maintain their undefeated records. Each team held the ball, gaining no yardage for an entire half. Oh. The block game proved extremely unpopular with spectators. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah, go figure. Except well, except the great great grandfather of Joel Anderson who was in the stand. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. yeah! <laughs> They're gaining strategic advantage. Yeah. Um football. as long as the rules are written this way, this is the way that you should play. Woo! Yes. A rule change was necessary to prevent this strategy and a revision to the scrum was considered until camp passed a rule in 1882 the next year that stated that a team would have three downs or tackles to advance the ball five yards. Failure to do so would forfeit control of the ball to the other team. All right, already at this point, if I was there, I'm like, simplify, simplify, <laughs> simplify, simplify. Why are we doing this, right? Yeah. Just make that illegal to hold the ball. Like, after five seconds, you got to get rid of it, right? Instead, they're like, no, you got three downs, you pass, ugh. Confusing. What a confusing sport they're creating here. <laughs> uh, so uh, this change made American football a separate sport from rugby, and the resulting five-yard lines added to the field made it resemble the gridiron in a, a gridiron in appearance, like an actual like griddle, right? Is that is that where gridiron comes That's from? That's where it comes from. I guess so. Other major rule changes included a reduction of the field size to 110 yards uh, long by 53.33 yards wide. That's where that idiot thing came from. <laughs> and the adoption of a scoring system that awarded four points to a touchdown, two for a safety, and a goal following uh, uh, and a goal following the touchdown, and five for a goal from the field. All right. This is way too complicated of a sport, but let's keep piling on, <laughs> shall we? The last major remnant of rugby was moved in 1888 when tackling below the waist was legalized. Uh, football remained a violent sport despite these innovations. Dangerous mass formations like the Flying Wedge <laughs> resulted in serious injuries and occasional deaths among players. 
Uh, a 1905 peak of 19 fatalities nationwide resulted in a threat by President Theodore Roosevelt to abolish the game unless major changes were made. So you know what they thought. Let's make it more complicated. <laughs> 62 schools met in New York City to discuss rule changes on December 28, 1905. Uh, and these proceedings result in the formation of an intercollegiate athletic association, bureaucracy, later named the National Collegiate Athletic Association, or the NCAA, was formed to stop people from dying in football. A noble cause. I guess. The legalized forward pass was then introduced in 1906 after a suggestion from this dude Ruined named John Heisman, Ruined although its <laughs> impact was limited due to the restrictions placed on its, uh, placed on its use. Uh, further 1906 changes include the reduction of the time of play from 70 to 60 minutes and the increase Ten in less distance. To die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the increase in the distance requirement for the first down to 10 yards over three downs to reduce infighting and dirty play. A neutral zone was created along the width of the football. A uh, field goal was lowered to three points. Touchdowns raised to six points. Field was reduced to 100 yards, two 10-yard, blah, 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 All of this blah, sounds blah, quite blah. reasonable. Yeah, this is not... Hell of a sport that they're building here. Confusing, confusing, confusing. This sounds like an acceptable game. <laughs> no, acceptable game. No, let me just run down some things that were then added uh, within the next 20 years. Offensive units, backs and backfields, linemen, receivers, defensive units, linebackers, defensive backfields, special teams, field goals, kickoffs, Punts and punt returners, uh, changes in the rules of safe of be, of doing safeties, uh, plays and clocks, officials and fouls, headline, midline judge, back judge, side judge, field judge, leagues, tournaments. I mean, you're just saying words now, Phil. Yeah. You're no, not these actually are all adding things to the body. Added. You're just like Phil, grass, paint, ball. You're taking, you're taking this and you're stadium. running. You're running away with it. Like a flanker on a bubble screen is what you're doing right now. Okay? I don't know what those things mean. It's all cricket to me. The start of this concept was like the first step on a on a counter play, and you're coming back the other direction on us like this. It's a misdirection. Uh, and I had to read the words flea flicker in a Wikipedia article. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how devastating that is to somebody? A flea flicker, I know how devastating it is when the flea flicker works. For a long touchdown pass because you hand the ball These off to the, the running back. These are the same things we laughed at for 99 weird sports for other people. And yet it's Christmas and we can't look at ourselves and have a little bit of a laugh. You okay. make me sick. You know what? I don't like uh, the I... hypocrisy of the podcast being pointed out <laughs> yeah. so uh, efficiently. I'm, I'm ready to admit, though, he's right. Football is a weird sport. The weirdest sport. Doesn't make me love it any less. Right. But yes, it's a very weird sport. And that comes to an end. The final Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close the 100th Sports 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 Podcast. But before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. The little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy pod net. Uh, check out all our episodes. Please subscribe and also check me out playing Tecmo Super Bowl as the 1991 Detroit Lions. You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number Three Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number Three 
all one word, space podcast, or find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com. Should weird sports? No, 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 no absolutely no, not. No, I actually, I want to do something heartwarming here. I want to say that it's episode 100, and I've really enjoyed new words. Was I've really enjoyed uh, doing this podcast with you, Jordan? Yeah. I've really enjoyed doing this podcast with you too, Phil. Oh, oh that's it's not. Just, it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been. Just, I've realized how funny you've been, and it's just. Uh, it's really, I appreciate your support and just everything you bring to the podcast yeah. on a oh, daily, daily weekly, weekly basis. basis. I tried to sing that song, and you didn't like the idea. At all. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.